What's up, everybody? This is episode three, I believe, of K9SL Live, and I am joined with my uh, my brother from another mother, Jacques Bonnet, out of uh, Memphis, correct? Is this where we're at now, Jacques? Yeah, we're in Memphis. Uh, facility is close to Memphis. We'll call it out Memphis, man. Memphis. Okay, cool. <laughs> so uh, I've known, as if you guys have been following us for a while, you know, Jacques and I have known each other for uh, a long time. I mean, what? how would you say, like eight years? Eight. I'm gonna say eight. We had that conversation the other day and couldn't figure it out. But I think it's been eight years now. Because I know you came down to a couple of the, like when we were in the San Jose facility. So it's let's let's just say eight years. Yeah, seven or eight. Awesome, awesome. So you know, with K9SL Live, this is predominantly talking about protection, protection sports, um, all the different elements, and obviously street league. Uh, you guys just got done, or not just got done? Maybe a couple months ago, you did your first uh, street league workshop. Right. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. So you being a street league decoy and then obviously you've done workshops, you do trainers training, you know, you, you, you actually do quite a bit of the, quite a bit of like working dog workshops as well. How did you like switching roles to something that's more like based on a sport, like a routine, like type of a thing? How did you, how'd you feel that went uh, going and transitioning into that? It was a real pleasant surprise, to be honest. Um, I think partially because those who attended actually were there for knowledge. There was no ego. There was no uh, know-it-all mentality. They were all there to learn the sport. So they made it easy. And then just like the back and forth feedback they gave made it pretty much flow smoothly. So uh, between Joe helping out and providing heavy insight and then just being able to work with those I worked with in the past, just specific to Street League, um, it was a great seminar, man. Awesome. Did you notice? Said no. Obviously, I've been to Memphis a, a few times and working with you guys, and I've heard the stories. Uh, was it like your the same type of crowd, or was it like a newer crowd that came in for it specifically for Street League? So I think because we're going the Street League route, definitely it was heavy on my crowd. But there were others who came across uh, from Alabama, from Arkansas. So it was a mixture uh, from Missouri, even because Joel came from Missouri. Oh yeah and a couple others and two that came from Missouri they actually would have passed um had it been an actual trial like they do other sports anyway so as far as just to transition over with a few tweets they'll they, they, they have passed that weekend awesome and for those who may not know who Joel is Joel how do you say his last name Mo Motor oh uh, yeah Modir Modir Joe Modir Joe Modir is one of our street league decoys too and where does Joel where does Joel train out of they're out of the St. Louis area. Um, he's at a spot right now about, I think, 30 minutes outside of St. Louis. So we'll say the St. Louis area. Okay. So check him out as well. He helped uh, Jacques as long uh, as well. Uh, Brian Ryan was out there too, right? He's another one of yep. our decoys. So yep. he was out there from too. Arkansas. So. Arkansas. So that area, you know, from what I, you know, just the one thing I've always, as I've traveled, you know, throughout the United States, uh, that area is pretty heavily saturated with working dogs. So I'm really excited to see how Street League develops out there. It is. Um, PSA was kind of heavy. APDA uh, kind of coming you know, more so Midwest, but definitely looking forward to bringing a different flavor with Street League. Um, and then just those who are practicing or participating in those other sports coming over and just seeing what we're about and learning how the family atmosphere works with Street League. Yeah. <laughs> we're like this one big dysfunctional family of just... I said I didn't say it had to be functional. I'm just saying it's still a family, though. <laughs> true. Very true. So and, you know the one the cool thing too is that we're and the reason why we did these workshops in those areas 
uh, with the people we did it with is because we're establishing these regions, right? And you know, the, the thing with your guys' spot and, and the cool thing about it is if you went to one of these workshops, you met the decoys that were out there for the people listening. You met these guys, let's say you met Jacques and Joel and those areas. We're actually going to be doing trials at these guys' at your facilities or in the area, in your general area. So it's really important. I don't even say really important, but it would be very important if you're interested in competing and getting further in Street League to, you know, reach out to Jacques, Joel, uh, Ryan, Ryan, like anybody, you know, Chris, uh, Corley, Courtney Wolf, Dennis Strawby, you know, our guys here, um, people in these Memphis, Texas, uh, Florida, California areas uh, to train with their clubs because that's where the regional trials are going to be at. Like you're going to have your own trial over there. So people who are interested in the Memphis area, you know, join Jock's club, you know, make sure you're hitting them up and, you know, getting ready for trial. Cause I mean, those are, those are huge, huge, uh, I would say not ask, that's what it would be huge advantages, right? Because you get to, you've seen it like now you've been yeah. to pretty much, you've been to almost, you've been to every street league event, right? Besides the first one, almost, the first trial, but from that point on, I've been all in, man. Okay. Yeah. So I mean like, you know, obviously guys, if you're looking to compete in street league or just, you know, kind of be a part of this culture that we're trying to develop here uh, and have a good time because we'll have a variety of different things with street league as well. Besides the protection element, you know, there's the detection side, there's, uh, freestyle will be side going to be unveiled here probably next season. Um, but uh, one of the things coming with this season and doing the regional trials is pro camp. So I know you uh, possibilities of you not being at pro camp are fairly high. Uh, but during this pro camp, uh, we're going to be doing a the invitation only decoy cert. So before we go into what the decoys can expect <laughs> for that, uh, give people the rundown of what your experience was for uh, the decoy certification process. I mean, Mike has apparel for Street League, and all of the apparel has one word on there, and that word is R-U-N, is run. And just because he exercises his demons by running all the time, he feels we should run all the time. So be ready to run. Uh, we did that for our start. We were in Memphis with 110-degree heat indexes, and um, it had just rained, so it got even more humid. And G mentioned uh, the heat index advisory that came out. And Mike was like, well, suit up. And we ran and did burpees and did push-ups for like, what, 30 minutes? So pretty much be prepared yeah. to run. Um, no breaks, um, all gas. But the point of it is just to test not just the physical, but also the mental fortitude. It wasn't so much about running and running nonstop. It was about continuing to go. So I did walk. Some did crawl. We got through it. And that's kind of what made us to where we are now. Most definitely. I it's it's funny because like the a lot of times, like, you know, you can tell you can tell a lot about a person when the it all of a sudden the endorphins or adrenaline is is worn out and it's you know, <laughs> minute twenty and you're it's hot and you're it's running. And that's the whole reason why we that's the reason why we do like the run thing. A lot of it is, is right because, you know, I, I run a lot, obviously, if anyone follows me, like anyone knows it. Uh, and it's not like I, I don't do it. Me and Katie Matthews, are the commentator for Canaan Street League, one of the main commentator for Canaan Street League, um, asked me, he's like one and one day uh, at a drinks and dogs, he's like, why do you run so much, Mike? I was like, it's not because like any form of cardiovascular health or anything like that. It's because it sucks. And mm -hmm. the, you're the only one that can make yourself move forward. And it's different than like lifting weights or doing anything like that. You, it's a, it is a very much a mental battle as well as a physical battle. So when I put the decoys to the test and I say, he'll run and like keep running, 
and your everything in your body is telling you to stop. <laughs> and then you have some, <laughs> so, <laughs> then you have some dude like me just freaking yelling burpees and push-ups and bear, whatever, you know, whatever the stuff we're doing, right. you know, it's, it's a true test. In my opinion, it's one of the true tests of mental and physical fortitude just to keep going, even though things are horrible. Um, so you mean you, you kind of embrace the suck sometimes. <laughs> yeah, as uh Chris Corley says, he's uh you gotta go to your happy place and stay there for a little while or some some stuff like that. He has a happy place. I don't. It still suck regardless. <laughs> that's that's just but now it's all a part of the process. And I mean, you know, even with doing it prior to doing other workouts, prior to working dogs or doing it after the fact, um, that's just one component of it. So yeah, that pushes you mentally and physically, but then the rest of it is still there. So it's making sure you got enough in the tank and that you pace yourself enough to be able to then do whatever is next because those days are what, eight-hour days? Yeah. Um, yep. So let's talk about that. So let's talk about Pro Camp a little bit here uh, while we got some time. So, <clears throat> you know, when we – the idea behind Pro Camp uh, is essentially like a refresher course. You know, because mm-hmm. although like we all, although we all decoy, although, you know, we all have our own skill sets and everyone individually is a great decoy and, you know, we're, we're creating, you know, even better decoys and all the stuff that we have here. Uh, I think it's just like, you know, how professional athletes, how they have, they train, you know, they still have practice, right. they still do those things. So, you know, establishing, a pro- yeah, it's like, yeah. and you know, I, if I could do more pro camps, I probably would. But it's just one of those things where we can probably only fit maybe one or two a year, depending on how many trials we're doing. Um, but the idea behind Pro Camp essentially is to do refreshers on things. Because even myself, you know, the person that basically wrote all the scenarios and formulated the the work and you know the catches from the slip catch to the basic catch to all the different things, like even like even myself, like if I go without practicing it, I'll still forget some of the routine. I mean, shoot, that four that four square in the obedience occasionally like i'll forget the pattern and i i exactly. literally i've drew the pattern and, <laughs> and, wrote, and, wrote, <laughs> and wrote the pattern granted my memory isn't the greatest uh at all um but still like it's one of those things so i, I always find it important for the pro camps and you know the cool thing about it although you know we you you got to kind of embrace the suck and you know there's a lot of working out and then you know not trying to toot our you know our own horn but you know our dogs do bite relatively hard and can be a bit you know, dangerous oh, yeah. and that's it. You know, it's it's the overall culture thing as everyone doing it together. We're all, you know, right putting the work in, we're going over things, we're asking, you know, the you know, despite what some people may think, like, you know, it's it's one of those things where we do pro camp and you know, there may be a drill sergeant aspect to it. We still share quite a bit of the ideas mm-hmm. when it comes to how to make things better. You know, it yeah. is more of an, an open table to progression um rather than just like hey do this do that do this do this it's more of like okay this is what we're doing all right okay let's let's try to tweak this let's make this more uniform and it's the the consistent effort on all parts you know decoys to judges to you know even even some of the tech guys get involved sometimes like (laughs) the to make to make things better because you know during the pro camp you know if you guys aren't you know working a dog or we're not in the classroom setting or we're doing drills or we're doing conditioning you know, you, you guys are getting pulled for media too. Right. So, right. you know, there's, there's a full element to pro camp um, other than just getting the crap beat out of you. A lot of it is, you know, that, but the other part of it too is, you know, the, the full element of training, refreshing, getting better at, you know, you know, certain things that we may need to troubleshoot on, you know, going, 
you know, freaking asking questions about certain things. And the, the, the this pro camp particularly because of the, um, because of the new, the regional trials and doing those things, you know, we're going to be talking a lot about how to manage clubs properly, what, how, what obedience to do, like what, you know, just things that are going to help overall camps get better. Uh, along with, you know, the, the physical strength, exactly. our fifth edition coach, Omar Lima there. So lots, lots and lots of fun stuff. And um, I don't know when this is going to get aired, but we just uh, picked the, uh, the decoys for the next uh, cert too. So. Okay. How many you got? I think we got like six. Okay. There was a lot, but I, I think I, I sent you in that group chat, like literally I, I, and this is me thinking ahead. Luckily, I screenshotted some of the the decoys that I saw that I was like, man, I was like, this is gonna be like, I think this guy will be good, like, or this person right. will be good, because the morning, uh, or not the morning of, I, I got to the shop <laughs> the afternoon of, I got yep. to the shop and I looked up the hashtag. It got it had gotten reported so many times that I sent you this the screenshot of it. <laughs> Right. It, it, it erased the all the all the the reels and the photo like all the stuff all the out submissions. of it. Yeah. yeah, it erased everything. And like it, I guess because it, it went against community guidelines. And I mean, we're I, I will say this, you know, as edgy as people may think we are, we're very appropriate on those channels, you know. Um Man, it's all you know, safe. I mean, it's nothing out it, of the ordinary. <laughs> I thought that was pretty hilarious. I was like, I I Indeed. I kind of Cause you know, like you know me, like I I can be quick to temper sometimes, but I was very uh I I, I had a laugh about that one. I was like, really, the first <laughs> like <laughs> like we made we we heard some. Mike, who'd you piss bad. off this time? I mean, <laughs> I you I mean you could probably pick some names and they'd probably be correct. <laughs> um, but so I mean, like, I'm really looking forward to this pro camp and even going further than that and seeing you know, each individual region kind of bloom and develop and, you know, just kind of right. go from there. Cause I, I do see quite a bit of, you know, usefulness, uh, usefulness of these, of some of the scenarios, especially the carjacking scenario. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, even like where you guys are at, you know, like where, you know, some of the stuff you guys had to use the dogs. And I mean, I still remember one of the first, when, the, when I first started tra or traveling and doing workshops, I, we I think we just came I came back from New York or somewhere and like we did like the I don't know what it was which one it was but it wasn't like specifically like a workshop that we were doing but like I was like a, a guest decoy there okay. and you guys are and then you're like oh yeah like uh, like a bunch of people are coming there like oh no we've had to use our dogs a bunch of times <laughs> so I'm like oh crap like you know like dogs with actual alive bites which I thought I was like oh cool because right. I mean like you you get them here and there like in California New York like you know, like you get a few of them, but like that was like a plethora of people who've actually had to use their dogs in, yeah. in like those environments. So like that to me was, I was like, oh, cool. I was like, let's see how, you know, applicational this can be and everything like that. And this exactly. was you know, right. so long ago. No, it had nothing changed. It got a little worse, but it ain't changed. <laughs> I was going to say that it's not, it's not traveling to Memphis unless there's some gunshots. That's typically. I mean, I love it here still, but yeah, you're right. Not for the faint of heart, I promise you. No, nah, Memphis is always fun. It's just always it's. Nah, it's Memphis cool. is always it, it fun. Ain't, it ain't that bad for real, man. I mean, we did move to the outskirts for a reason, but we freaking Memphis a lot. It ain't that bad, man. Yeah, no, I, I still miss that hotel um, that we would stay at when before COVID. The uh, the one with the ducks in it. Peabody. 
Yeah, that place was cool, man. Uh, shout out to the oh, Peabody yeah. if it's still around. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's not going anywhere. It's probably the last hotel center in Memphis, especially downtown. Yeah, that place is pretty awesome. Um, yep. So while we got some time here, uh, tell everybody where like, where exactly is – I know you got the new location. It looks awesome from everything that I've seen online and from what you know, it took you a while to get that thing open um, with all the AC and stuff you guys had to do. Uh, but tell me a little oh, about yeah. the new location and some of the services you guys are offering there now. So um... – we did move about 20 minutes from our previous location. So we're in the, in the Collierville area, um, moved to a new building, 8,000 square feet. So we got space for different activities. Uh, main thing that we do offer is the pet dog side. So a lot of boarding trains, uh, day training uh, sessions, private sessions, but we do offer personal protection. We do offer behavior modification. So pretty much everything under that one roof. And then we do a lot of training out and about as well. Awesome. Do you guys still have that location by all those car dealerships? No, we don't have that. I was going to keep it, man, but COVID and expenses got a little high. So we threw everything into this building and uh, pretty much trying to get it right. We're not quite done with things with it yet. I know you guys did like a, oh, we missed Jock here. Here's the way for him to get back in. G, when you're watching this, obviously chop it together here. Oh, there we go. So this is why we record everything, <laughs> so we can edit. Man, I told you, it's busy for a Monday, man. <laughs> like, that's calls coming in. At, I'm usually off on Monday, but today was just been one of those busy days. So uh, that's awesome, wrong button, my bad. Well, that's like a good problem to have. So, G, put it, it back up. All right, so we're going to go back into – let me go. Is this the recording? uh yep still recording all right yep so i know you guys so we're talking about the the other location so you guys put a lot into it though i know you guys did like a full-blown ac unit or ac unit and all that other stuff going into there oh yeah we had to do um the biggest holdup was we had to put a whole fire suppression system in the building so they had to drill from when dig from the street to the building running through the whole 8,000 square feet. So that took forever. And then just coding in general, like they, it's a blessing to be there and to have the space and to be welcomed. But prior to getting there, it was a nightmare. So um, between that, the AC units and it's everything we had to do for their uh, approval. Yeah, I um, had to bite my tongue a whole lot then. <laughs> hey, at least you guys got, I mean, speaking of some, from someone who's gone through the, the problems of the city and, <laughs> Had to relocate. Yep. At least you guys got it all in the beginning, you know, like versus getting in there and then having them kind of stick it to you after. So good, uh, good stuff exactly. on that on getting it handled. Because it's, it's still cross, man. <laughs> Fingers still you know, cross. Nothing else pops up, but we good for now. It's a fun. It's it's a funny thing. Like when you like do it the right way, how much, mm -hmm. how much more inconvenient that is. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We couldn't ask for forgiveness after the fact on this one. It was all beforehand. We had to ask for permission for everything. <laughs> The when we uh, first got the the big building, um, one of the the guy the guy who helped us like get the whole building is like, you know, he's like, see, Gilroy is more of the place where you just you know do first, ask for forgiveness later. And me and Aaron <laughs> both, we both looked at him like, no, not need, this time, no. Yeah, I was like, this isn't gonna work that way. I was like, the last couple of times it cost us quite a bit of money, so we're gonna we're gonna ask now <laughs> before we do anything. Exactly. Now, if they change their mind, it's on them. But we're gonna ask before then. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make sure we're good here, right? But, uh, 
<laughs> so I know you got a busy day ahead of you, Jacques. Uh, give some people some information. Where can they find you? How can they get in contact with you? And uh, where will they see you next? Gotcha. So um, I'm Jacques, J-A-C-Q-U-E, Bonnet, B-O-N-E-Y, on Facebook, um, Instagram, Jacques underscore AK9. The business page is Allegiance K9, spelled all the way out, C-A-N-I-N-E. Um, and just pretty much AllegianceK9.com is the website for the company. As far as next up, uh, I'm still trying to get their way for Pro Camp, just trying to work some things out, but we got some family things going on, as you know. Um, got some things planned for, I think, LA, end of May, Chattanooga, June, the street lead trial, and then we decide that's when, when that's going to be possibly, what, July, August, sometime in there. Uh, yep. So doing a little bit of everything right now, man, but the main thing is uh, keeping the home front going and keeping us intact. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, shoot. So everyone, make sure you go check out Jock if you're not already. Uh, before we wrap things up, we got to do a quick shout out to our sponsors, RayAllen.com. Uh, Ray Allen is the main and only sponsor of Canine Street League at the moment. So you can check them out, RayAllen.com forward slash K9SL. And don't forget to use the promo code PRIMAL10, all caps, for an additional discount. So, brother, nice. uh, uh, thank you for uh, taking some time out. I know you got a jammed up day, but I will uh, let you go here and uh, look forward to seeing and chatting with you uh, a little bit later. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, brother.